Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome back to Blog Talk Radio's own Football Fan Rush Radio. We are back and we are live. I've got both of my co-hosts. I've got Michael and Mike. Mike, you there? Renard is here. Michael is here. So who are we missing? I'm here. I hear you. Can't hear me. I can hear you. We're. I'm here. I just said who we missed. So we're missing Mike. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. What a way to kick off the season. Well, aren't you ex- as excited as I am? Oh, I'm definitely excited. I can tell that. Yeah. Hey, you know how it is. I start off like this every show, and then I get I get more enthused throughout the show. You only get enthused when it comes to the bears. Until then, this is all we have. Oh, see, I, I, what did I tell y'all about this? <laughs> well, what's up to all of our listeners out there? What What is going on? We are live. We are back. We took a break in the off season. The reason we took a huge break this year is there are so many media outlets inundating everyone with the same information. So what we wanted to do, we wanted to get up close and personal with the game, a few of the players, check some things out for ourselves, look up stories about people who, um, you know, like ice fish in the summertime or something, make it a little bit more interesting other than being the 107th outlet about Tom Brady. So we are going to be pulling out all the stops also. We are back with our Fantasy Football League. If you are interested in joining another league, because why the heck not, we're here for you. We are here for you. Our league is through. Um, NFL.com will give you more of that information when we get toward the end of the show. So to kick it off, of course, we cover everything, everything, absolutely everything, NFC North. There are a couple changes in one of the teams. That is trying to make another big go for it again. Happens to be the Detroit Lions. Um, Renard? Renard, yes, I'm here. Are you there? Okay, yes, so with the Detroit Lions, I know um, we we talked about their offseason. We saw who they picked up. What do you think mm-hmm. about them going? Because we spent a lot of time on them last year. We were very confused. And we were trying to give them some hope. We were out there like D E T R, and you know it it didn't work. Then you know, well, it looks like what Detroit made a conscious effort in doing is after uh, Mr. Megatron Calvin Johnson retired, they realized they can't rely on throwing the ball only to him, and they built a team around Matthew Stafford. And Matt Stafford. Everybody has talked about how there's well, I won't say everybody because I'm not part of that. Many people have talked about how great of a quarterback he is, and his his stats are often inflated because of two things: one, he had Calvin Johnson to throw to; 
two, when he wasn't throwing to Calvin Johnson, there was always the threat of throwing to Calvin Johnson. So now that he does not have that, they went and got him some rookie receivers. They went and got a vet, a wily vet in Anquan Bolden that's always been consistent. They're building running backs around him. They have a good uh, tight end that's going to grow into himself. And that wasn't just they had for starters. They went and got second and third string. Well, you know what? Aside, aside from that, and I think, Mike, are you on the line now? Yes, I am. I believe so. Hello. Aside from that, you got to remember Matthew Stafford had to prove his worth a little bit because he did not always have Calvin Johnson. We do know that Megatron started to become injury prone toward the end of his career. Mm-hmm. But Michael, it's also, you there? Can, y'all hear, can, you hear, can you hear me? Yes, I'm we talking. can hear you now. Okay, good. <laughs> My apologies for getting on the call late. Um, I think it's a very smart move to bring in a veteran who can lead like Anquan, like we've all discussed in the pre-meeting. Um, you know, the, big, the biggest asset he brings is the fact that he's always available. You know, he doesn't have he can, he's consistently on the field, doesn't have a lot of injuries. He's not injury prone like you know Megatron was, and I believe that's going to definitely bolster you know the what Detroit does this year in a huge way because they'll be able to have that consistency. Um, I do agree with you, Mike, as far as their, you know, going out and building around Matthew Stafford. Now, I don't think he's the best um, quarterback in the league, but he can, if with the right weapons, you know, a consistent play, he's a, he's a threat. He's a solid quarterback. He's not the greatest, but, you know, he's not Jay Cutler in any way. So, I'll take that time, it seems. <laughs> I'll take that I'm jab saying, on the you know, Yeah, you know, I'm just saying. So, um that and that's been the biggest thing. If you if when you compare them, that's really where where the comparison is, is just the fact, you know, that Stafford just hasn't had the weapons, whereas, you know, um the Bears have had those weapons, they just haven't had the consistency. So I think Anquan's gonna bolster that and and definitely um put them in a position where they can win. Now, the, the biggest thing is going to be how, you know, um, I can't remember the player's name, how this um, injury is going to affect them. Now, when that comes down to it, and but as far as on the offensive side, I think they're going to be very, very solid. I don't really see them having too many issues. they got a great rookie coming up that's doing pretty well. Um you know, and so far from what I've understood and what I've been able to read and ascertain is they're, you know, they're doing very good as far as training camp goes. So we shall see. I think I got, I got better hosts for them this year than I did, than I did last year, that's for sure. <laughs> well, one of the good now, things about been, Detroit oh, this year we're oh, not oh. saying is, um, is do they have the discipline? I think they have figured out we better get our act together and for a great thing, um, we're talking about the team as opposed to off the field issues or on the field discipline. We're talking about what we believe in. Because if you remember last year, this time there was no there was no faith in them. Or at least I don't by know. Me, no Man, we, no, I mean, I don't think anybody really. You know, by mid season, everybody's like, okay, whatever. You know, between them and the Bears, who really cared? You know, unless you're just a diehard fan and that's your team, then yeah, of course, but. When it really came down to it, you know, the, the, the previous season we gave them, okay, well, they got a new coach. You know, they got discipline now. 
And then all of a sudden it was like, okay, well, they had this thing, but what happened? You know, so I think we're past having a conversation about whether or not they're going to be disciplined enough or, you know, to be able to do it. They don't really have a choice, you know, at this point. They do not have a choice. It's either sink well, or swim for I, them, and, and, you know. Go ahead. I'm kind of past the, the discipline thing. Like, I, I was over that yeah, last year. Yeah, me too. Year. I do yeah. like the fact that um, personnel actually stepped in and had to make changes. There have been a lot of changes. We cannot forget that there have been front office changes as well as there have also been changes on the field. And I really, really think that definitely, definitely, Martha, come through with those Jackie Onassis gloves, girl. Um, She's serious about not just being a team owner. She's serious about seeing the team be a factor. She's tired of the Lions being a non-factor. So I love the involvement. I cannot wait to to see what happens within this season. I definitely agree with you on that. I think that, you know, her role after, especially when she started making moves last year, you know, towards the end of the season, that she's taking the approach of, look, I come from the best and we're going to be the best, and that's all we're going to have on the field. So y'all need to get y'all act together and you can get out. You know, and that's really what it boils down to. Is That's why I said they're, they're at the point now, they've had those that two years to kind of, you know, mold what they have. So they're, they're, it's, it's, it's chopping block time. You know, when it really comes down to it, it is chopping block time. They do not have a choice. They have to perform. If they don't, it's going to be like this again. That's supposed to be cricket, but it doesn't sound like it. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we have we got, three? We well, got a you. special hip hop cricket this season. I guess so. Yeah, I, I, yeah, we got. We're gonna have to talk to Law talk about that because that's a different cricket thing. Law doesn't do nothing with our crickets. That's the what hey, to the, the, That was their decision. We gotta talk to the cricket. <laughs> I guess so. They say. Oh man, but that's pretty much what's gonna be like. I don't, I don't really, really hear them. You know, if they have another bad season after last year, we are going to kind of keep them on the radar then. So we're kind of yes, we are in Detroit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We are. I I believe they're they are radar worthy. Worthy. They are worthy of being the team to watch. You know what I'm saying? So. To see what they do, especially with the moves they make, and it seems like you know across. If you look at everybody else, you know besides them and um, Minnesota, the other two teams are kind of quiet. But we know why. That's, that's later on. One and one and quiet. It's um as and usual injured. So why? Right, well, you know that's what I'm. Well, well, you know they're not having good news. They not well, quiet. See, that's what I, that's when that's when I say that's when I that's what I mean by quiet. The dudes ain't good. <laughs> and so you know it's it's, it's like all right, yeah. you know it's not really. We'll, well, we'll we'll get into that later, people. You know uh, when it comes to talk about talk about them. Y'all know who they are if you live here in, in this city where we are. I don't want to split names. I just you know we'll talk to talk about it when we get to it. But I do believe that Detroit is definitely you know radar worthy and you know and maybe. One team to surprise us this year. I, I wouldn't be, I would be pleasantly surprised if they did. 
But if they don't, then it's just the same old stuff that, you know, people are used to. And I think that's what they're attempting to do, tell a different story, um, you know, from here on out with the moves they make. So we'll see. We shall see. Well, moving right along, the As next get team that, that, um, that he was uh, referencing. The next team that we want to talk about are Are you sure we want Chicago to talk about them? Talk about them because I think that's a different story. Well, we don't have to. I mean, we well, you know. to the Packers, but we well, just we'll, we'll but... bear down. We'll bear down. But yeah, we got to bear down and, and talk about this. And give so, the Chicago God. Bears grace. The Chicago Bears, once again, in the, now, a few seasons ago, um, we opened the show with the amount of injuries that happened preseason. And we've watched that actually dwindle over the years. Unless you play for the Chicago Bears. We're going to start with the most recent one. And he's a key part of any – even if you don't know this man's name, this position is a key part of every team in the NFL's offense. The Yeah, that's fitting this time. The center, <laughs> Ronis, and that's H-R-O-N-I-S-S, Grasso, the center for the Bears, suffered the dreaded non-contact injury. And on family night. On I mean, they're one of the few teams night, that you, they don't scrimmage on night, family night. They reportedly tears his AS, ACL. I said ASL. <laughs> tears his ACL. And any of you that have ever been to Family Fun Night or Family Fest, the Bears don't even scrimmage on on that. So they sure do. Torn ACL during that, it is it is rather disappointing. We'll just say that. That adds to the other injuries that the Bears are already dealing with. With Alshon Jeffrey out with a hamstring injury, Eddie Royal out with a concussion. Zach Miller right. out with a concussion. Can you, can you pause for a moment? What did he hurt last year? Who? Alshon Jeffrey? Alshon Jeffrey. Yeah. Yes. He, he was hurt towards the end of the season. Well, yes. he, he was, no, he was okay. hurt starting the season. No, he, he was hurt, starting the season hurt. He started the season hurt. So he started the season again hurt? Again. Yeah, he got hurt when they, that contract stuff came up. He got real hurt. Yeah, he's not particular about playing under the franchise tag this season. He's not particular about that at all. I might proclaim her all the way up until five minutes of the first game. Oh, God. Okay. All right. Um, So he's out with a hamstring. A. Royals out with a concussion. Zach Miller's out with a concussion. And Kevin White just came back. From an off day, not to mention came back from where he hasn't even played a snap. And what did I don't what? even want to talk about that. Let, let's get him. That's just the offense. That does not include the rookie uh, defensive end slash outside linebacker the Bears drafted. Uh, that does not include Trevathan that the Bears picked up in free agency. So, Right about now, the Bears are just hoping they have enough players to field the team. Ladies and gentlemen, the Chicago Bears season. The Chicago Bears season 
It's already over, and we're in preseason. So I didn't say it was this. over. They just want to. In other words, get healthy. In other words, if you're calling the Bears for a season, the phone will be off the hook, ladies and gentlemen. Who's they gonna call them? No one's calling them. No, nobody. Hey, wait a minute! I'm calling them. I'm calling the Bears for a season. You're calling this them is what? what? You're get. It's not for. Okay, so I'm calling for the Bears to have a better season than last season. That's what I'm starting So, with. Okay, I'm going to get my question. Okay. Go ahead. So, <laughs> the one thing, goodness grief, gracious, where's Charlie Brown when you need him, that we haven't discussed, though, that I felt did not look like a monstrosity last season is Jay Cutler. Yeah, but I'm Does worried Jay about Cutler the fact that although he didn't look like like he was bad, he lost his offensive coordinator to the Miami Dolphins. So now I'm worried. Well, he lost again. his offensive coordinator. He um, lost the person, a player that they swore they didn't need, and Matt Forte. Right, please let, let, so, let, let I, that's that. Let, let's bow our heads. Matt Forte is the is the jersey I own, the 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 official jersey that I own, and I can't wear it anymore. Why not? Why can't you wear it? You can always wear it. Everybody, yeah, around the house when I'm cleaning up. I can't go out the house with a, with a player that ain't on the team anymore. Yes, you can. Why not? People do it all day. You yeah. can't. You no, just don't want to is no it. longer around, and people still rock a Walter Payton jersey. If you want yeah, to. Yeah, but Walter Payton was He retired a bear, and he still one of the greatest bears of all time, if not the greatest bear of all time. Of course. Well, the, so, the the organization felt that they didn't need Matt Forte, so his services were no longer needed here, and the entire supporting injured cast, which is going to start the season like this. <laughs> well, apparently I mean, be okay. The entire supporting cast looks like they uh, starred in an episode of The Three Stooges and didn't recover well. <laughs> that is his opinion. His opinion. That's pretty no, much it. That's my opinion, but the injury, uh, the injury report is supporting my opinion. Aside from that, no, the, it's, it's schedule, supporting those facts. Go ahead. When, when you look at the, the Bears' schedule. schedule, though, honestly, um, you take a look at their season schedule. Of course, before all of the injuries, before there was no longer a Matt Forte, um, and the only loss that the Bears had suffered was Adam Gase. When you look at their schedule now, do you still see them as postseason contenders? Not postseason Honestly. contenders. I see postseason challengers. I see they can challenge in the NFC. So you North think they can actually go to the postseason? I don't see them going to the postseason. No, I see them. I see them battling to be close to the postseason, but not actually make the postseason. Hmm. You really see them battling to get to the postseason? Yes, I do. Really. As a, I see them battling to get to the postseason and not quite making it. Yes, that's what I said. All right, so what was, that's an interesting take. I, I think so, that so, I think the so Bears will – A little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more, please. Just a little, well, actually, a little bit more I see, What I actually see is <laughs> the cream of the crop in the division is going to still be the Packers and the Vikings. I see right. – I see Detroit making a massive, massive uh, improvement, but honestly, that's not hard. 
uh, and I see the Bears making an improvement. I honestly see the NFC North being probably the best division in football this season. I see all four teams actually making improvements. And that's saying a lot considering the Packers and the Vikings already were good teams. They're going to make improvement. I think everybody in the division is going to make improvement. And I actually think the the division games are going to look like good games. Even the teams that lose in the division games are going to look like they were in the game. I think there's going to be massive improvement across the board from all of the teams. Detroit, because they're, they're going to, they're going to round into defining their role. The bears are going to make improvement because they're getting back to defense, um, which they had lost that identity for the last few years. Uh, as a bears fan, I hate the fact that I have to say the Vikings defense is a monster and that hurts my feelings. And Aaron Rodgers gets his, uh, his receiver in Jordy Nelson back. Hey, so, hey, we're not there yet. Don't, don't. No, worry we're not. Right. I'm talking about the overall you talk about your team. You talk about your squad. The okay. question no, was for your I, squad. I, 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 I gave you all some, some teasers of what we will talk about later in the show. I apologize. I, I apologize. It's okay. But I do think there's going to be improvement across the board. And I honestly say, although there will be other divisions that will have other teams that are that will be excellent, from those other teams, I believe across the board there will be improvement from top to bottom in the NFC North. You can't always say that about other divisions. You have While I have to accept that the Bears are at the bottom of the division right now, they will still improve. Bum, bum, bum. At the bottom. <laughs> at the bottom, yes. Well, so what do you think when you think about Coach Fox, the fact that they've gone through so many coaching transitions, over the last what five years, um, they need in Fox. What do you honestly believe, though? One as far of the as I like where about Fox, Fox can take this team. One of the things I like about Fox is no matter what team he was coaching, from the Panthers to the Broncos and even to the Bears, he leaves the team in better condition than when he started with them. So he's making incremental changes and incremental increases. Now, there are some people that want massive improvement within one or two years. I'm happy right now with incremental increase and improvement. And honestly, what he had spent his first season doing and this first offseason, full offseason doing, was cleaning house of the previous regime. The only thing that's realistically left, and we talked about this in our morning meeting, who'd have thought Jay Cutler would be the wily veteran of the Bears' offense? Hey, it is what it is. I mean, he is the wily veteran. And one of the things that I can honestly say, uh, I don't know if it was Adam Gates, I, I don't know if it was Coach Fox, Jay Cutler seems like a better, more together quarterback as far as off the field and leader. He seemed like he got better last season. Now, there were a lot of us, and I was one of them, that believe Adam Gase was the main reason for that and, and a little nervous because he lost that, and then he also lost his, his Matt Forte but I do believe Jay Cutler, knock on wood, uh, 
saw the the value in being a leader and when your QB understands that he's a leader, the the overall team does better. Now the defense did has not always liked uh, Jay Cutler, and Jay Cutler finally is saying it with his chest. I'm the quarterback. Get over it. And that is one of the things that, for the entire time, that people talked about Jay Cutler's demeanor and always having his mm-hmm. head down. Yeah. Jay Cutler hadn't come across with the people have always well, said Jay Cutler was arrogant, but he didn't have the arrogance to to say it with his chest. I'm the quarterback. Deal with it. And that's what I finally feel like. Okay, I'm okay with an arrogant quarterback, but you have to make the rest of the people around you understand you're the quarterback and want you to be the quarterback. He well, has, that comes in not to cut you off, but that comes in in what you said before in in the leadership part of it. See, the quarterback, as we know, the history of the quarterback, that's the gunslinger position. You are in control. And you can you can have an attitude or, you know, whatever you want to call it or, you know, <clears throat> have, be confident and be cocky, but it can also hurt you in a way to where you, you're not getting the results that you need to get from the people that you need that support from, namely your teammates. Oh, also you another, know, thing, another thing that I think helped Jay Cutler last season, and I'm a – huge fan of this person was the trading of Brandon Marshall. I think that helped Jay Cutler develop into understanding. I can't throw the ball only to one person. And then another thing that helped Jay Cutler develop was the fact that Alshon Jeffrey was injured because honestly, all he was going to do was just switch. Okay. I no longer have Marshall. I'll throw every ball to Alshon Jeffrey. As well, since Alshon Jeffrey was, was injured and Brandon Marshall was gone. He had to discover throwing the ball in multiple directions, and it forced the defense to understand, well, he's not going to be throwing the ball to the same person every time. Now, with this season, what I hope and pray is that Alshon Jeffrey gets healthy and Kevin White and Alshon Jeffrey get on the same page, and he has two threats because consistently – it was rare that even when Brandon Marshall and Alshon Jeffrey were on the team together, that they were both healthy at the same time. So Jay Cutler has not had two receivers to throw to at the same time. He always was able to only key in on one. So it's about Jay Cutler growing because let's keep it real. There are a lot of fans that was like, well, why don't we cut him and and say goodbye to that massive contract that's affecting Affecting the, the salary yeah, but, but 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 at the same time, we've already we discussed that last year too. They don't really get rid of the contract; they still have to eat that money. Well, right. if, they had, if, if they had to cut him you know, before so, a certain day, I believe it was March first. Yeah, had it done it before a certain time, then they wouldn't have to. But you you right. already into the contract now, so right what? now that he's here. <laughs> now, like I said, after after March first, it was like, okay, well, he's our he's our quarterback, and so. If Jay Cutler wants to stay a bear, which we still don't know if he wants to do that, if he wants to stay a bear, he has to step up again and prove that he can well, do it without out of case. As of right now, Jay Cutler wants to stay a bear. We know Jay Cutler is 
not he's he's very outspoken. If he wanted to go, he would be gone. So he yeah, he'd be fine gone, with where right. he is. I and think honestly, he wanted to go. With him, I think he wanted to we, go that season when the Bears signed that long term contract, and the one team he wanted to go to doesn't want him anymore because they got their QB. Well, um, but at, at this point, I mean, everything's in his hands. It's his shoulder run. Hopefully, mm-hmm. Adam left him with a lot of information, confidence, and experience and a totally different outlook mm-hmm. to where he can right. actually run his show. So that's what because I'm going to see. It's just the supporting cast this season. His supporting cast this season is what we really need to see if the Chicago Bears are on that home right. front and, and willing to can follow his lead to success. Yeah, I don't think that I don't think he'll have a problem, you know, he was he was finally showing a system that works for him and his skill set. You know, if you really think back to last season, he didn't really have a lot of bad games. It was everybody Another else thing, that was screwing up. <laughs> while I'm 100% agree, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, also, it's not just that he was shown an, uh, uh, a system that fits his skill set. I think it was the first time since he's been with the Bears, he was confident in the offensive coordinator and the play caller because he yeah, has not yeah. had a play caller mm-hmm. worth being confident mm-hmm. in. Since he's been here until Adam Gates, I get you. Cause I agree. So next up, even with next Mark up, Tressman okay. being considered an offensive genius, Mark <laughs> Tressman only wanted to throw the ball. He didn't want to run at all. Yeah, I wasn't really a Tressman fan. I, I was. Know, a, I can say I, it. I was. I was, <laughs> I was a fan of of letting go of Lovey Smith because we needed a new voice in the room. So I wanted to give Tressman a chance. I so wanted to give Tressman a chance. And if you go back and listen to old shows, I tried to give him a chance. That first season, I was screaming, let's go, Mark Tressman. That second season, I was leading the charge to fire Mark Tressman. That's very <laughs> typical for Chicago fans. Um, I tried. So moving right along, moving right along, the next team that we have to talk about, which has – one of the best quarterbacks in history, and we just saw one of their former best quarterbacks in history give his Hall of Fame induction speech. I wish some people liked it, some didn't, but go Brett Favre, because we can never front on your numbers, the amount of games you played, and the difference you made with that arm in the game. But we're talking about the Green Bay Packers right now. Yes, he definitely deserves that. Um, the Green Bay Packers are still atop everyone's radar. Definitely one of the biggest reasons is Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is the truth, whether you're a Packers fan or not. Of course, I'm not a Packers fan, but I can't front on Aaron Rodgers. His arm, At all. his consistency, his ability is absolutely amazing. Well, last season we saw him still be great without the one-two punch that he has and connecting with Jordy Nelson. Well, Jordy is coming back this season. He is not 100%, and that's what people um, – we're trying to get a few people to understand. While Jordy Nelson is coming back, he is coming back. I believe he's still on the pup list. He's coming back from a torn right ACL. And we don't actually know if he's going to be back to his old self. We don't know if he's going to show up Adrian Peterson-like after Adrian's knee surgery. So should we honestly be jumping the gun and putting Jordy Nelson back into the mix and saying – Oh, Jordy's back. The Packers are going to make a run for it. Just crown them the kings of the NFC North. Or do we really, really need to see if we are working with the healthy Jordy Nelson? And if not, who do the Packers have that can plug in 
We don't have a James Jones anymore. James Jones started last season great, ended really not so great at all. So who does he have that? Who's there for the Packers to plug in? Jordy is not ready for that full. No, he James is gone. So (laughs) he's out of there. Figure figure it out, um, offensive wise for them. And we also have a, a few other things to touch on with the Packers. Eddie Lacy just really got tired of everyone talking about his weight, his habits, his injuries. He made a full 360 in the offseason weight-wise. It looked like he'd been in a gym and like he was in jail for five years and all he was doing was lifting weights. That's what he looks like. Aaron Rodgers also made a dietary change, and we are looking at their defense is a little mature. And I'm just going to let you guys have it that their defense is awesome. A lot of pro bowlers, but they're a little mature when, you know, we start talking. Like, I was in college with some of them. So, you know, can their defense really hold up to another season of the beating that these young guys and, and guys that have been in the league for two or three years are going to hand them? So, are the Packers really going to be the truth? this season or is this just going to be a season for them not, nothing great nothing not so great just kind of above that mediocre curve I personally believe the Packers <clears throat> defense is at a point where like you said it's mature and they have to show or get off the pot I had to edit the first word of that sentence but they have to show or get off the pot. And simply because, like you said, they are older. Uh, you got two players on their defense that still have been called to the NFL office to talk about PEDs from the Again. infamous Al Jazeera report. Um, beyond that, er- you got everybody that is just older. And when you got these young players that are trying to to chop them off at the knees, their defense is going to be, in my opinion, what makes or breaks the Packers this season. Because I do believe Eddie Lacy has made that 360. I do believe uh, Aaron Rodgers is happy to have Jordy Nelson back. Because for Aaron Rodgers and Jordy Nelson, whether he's made the physical recovery just the confidence in each other is often all you need. Many times you need more than that, but sometimes it's enough. Um, well, you got to be healthy, too. You know. I, well, mean, I like, said like many times said, it's enough. I didn't say all the right. time it's enough. Yeah, many I times mean, the, the, we won't the, really know how healthy he is until the season starts. We won't know how healthy he is until a couple of games happen. Because just first mm, yeah. game, sometimes yeah. – your your body and your adrenaline is running, and you survive that first game. It's by game three, you know how healthy a person is. But and, and because he's starting off on the pup list, he won't be playing in the preseason. Um, but I'm confident that it's going to come down to the Packers and another team. And I'm going to let that person also talk about her team. But it's going to come down to those two. But I do believe until somebody consistently knocks the Packers off their block, the Packers are still the cream of the crop. They still are. 
No one has told me that the Packers aren't in charge. Uh, we still have Aaron Rodgers as the QB. As much as a Bears fan that I hate to say this, he's the best QB in the division and arguably the best in the NFL. You still have your Tom Brady's, your Cam Newton's, and a short list of others. And hopefully Andrew Luck is good again. But Aaron (laughs) Rodgers is halfway decent no matter how you cut it. Aaron Rodgers is halfway decent while he sleeps. So when he's awake, he's proven that he can throw 60-yard bomb Hail Marys in the air more than once in the same season. So Aaron Rodgers. This he has done, people. Right. Uh, okay, I mean, so now when we look when we look at their defense though, so yay, we know that they've got the king of strong arms on, on offense. When we look at their defense though, what Dom Capers has been doing with it and the battle between Shemike McCarthy, um head coach McCarthy more involved in defense, then this season he wants to be less involved and he's back involved and it's equal. What is going on on the defensive side of the ball when it comes to the Packers? Because that's what I see lacking as of right now when it comes to looking at everything on paper. That's where I see the lack. I don't see a lot of, of speed and getting to the ball and as many forced turnovers. They've got some great players. They've got some players that have seen some amazing years in Clay Matthews, in Julius Peppers. They've got a really good corner, but at the same time, they are now going up against your 22, 23-year-olds, which are nothing but, like, sugar lit on fire. And are they going to be able to stop, especially in this division, um, when you look at Detroit, even Anquan Bolden? I know some people feel like Anquan's on his last leg, but he's still a force to be reckoned with. Can the Packers contain that in the division and outside of the division with all of the rookies and changes that we've seen in addition to certain teams? I think it's going to really boil down to how healthy they can stay. You know, if they if they stay healthy, then I believe they'll still be be a formidable defense like they always have been. Um, if not, then age is definitely going to start playing playing a question into it because some of them may be a little bit younger than me or about my age. <laughs> it's not too many forty year forty plus year olds playing the league, but. <clears throat> You know, as you get older in this in this game, uh, it does take a toll on you. And they haven't—I don't think they've revamped their uh, defense in a while, as far as youth goes. Going for younger players, that I don't think they they feel like they've had yet. But you know, with the close games they had last year, you know, it's it's it could be it'll be interesting to see. Like I said, I think it's really going to boil down to how healthy they can stay. If they don't get injured, then you know, it'll be the it'll be the Packers as we know. They start having injuries, and then we'll get to see what their depth chart looks like. If the depth chart is it's the Packers, so you expect them to be stacked either way. But that's well, another good thing is right Clay there. Matthews is moving back to the outside again. He was, he did good as an inside linebacker because they needed him to because of that exact thing you were talking about with injuries, and they needed him to move inside. Clay Matthews is back on the outside in his natural position where he wants to be again. So that's another thing that we're going to see and I think will help. And then Nick Perry being in the depth chart behind Julius Peppers, I think that's a good good backup to Julius Peppers. 
Mm-hmm. Well, that's I think it would make know. them spectacular, yeah. whether they have injuries or not. They have a, I'm going to say an easy schedule. If I have to base it on last season, I mean, they're playing the Browns, the Raiders, the 49ers, the Chiefs, the Jaguars, the Titans, and the Cowboys, and the Falcons. Ah, uh, yeah, and, and, yeah. But that's not really that. At this, right, that's not the based on last season, with the exception of maybe the Browns and the Raiders. The Raiders actually came with a little bit of heart last season, so I can't like. Yeah, they did. Raiders right. Yeah, you can't throw them completely out. I would like a moment of silence for the 49ers because after what I saw happen in Philly, I don't um, Man. Yeah, I good luck. Coaching higher. Wow. Good luck. But I don't know if yeah. it's a health thing or not when it comes to the Packers. I I just think when I look at the Packers, I think they've kind of aged out. And, yeah, with and, uh, B.J. No, Raji leaving, we're going to see – uh, how it's going to be uh, replacing that. Exactly. I just think that they are an amazing group of guys. The, the guys on their squad, amazing. The numbers they've put up, everything. The Packers are even still sitting high based off last year in the power rankings. But when we look at this season and a lot of the teams that they played, even though I mentioned those teams, when I sit back and I think about the addition that, well, when I think about Tennessee, I don't think Tennessee Titans are going to not go down. I, I don't think they're going to go down on a burning ship this year. I definitely know Cleveland's not. Cleveland feels like, no, no, we're coming back because we don't know what in the finoogles happened last year, but it won't happen again. The Raiders were on a path to thinking it was the 80s again. So I don't think this will be easy. <laughs> also, with age does come more injuries, and I don't know how that's going to happen because even within the division, while we just had our shape-up or ship-out conversation when it comes to the Bears and, and the Lions have always done their best on trying to co- collaborate somebody on defense and the Vikings are just out there like they've been in prison for the last six years and they just got out and they just want to hit people they still have to go up against that. So we'll have to see what the Packers are honestly going to put on the field when it comes to the competition this year. When it comes to maturity and veteran status, you can't get any better than the Green Bay Packers, especially with their quarterback. But when you see what other teams have built, I'm just wondering, and I'm probably going to get a whole bunch of green and gold thrown at me. That's fine. Yes, I'm going to get a lot, but I really am wondering if this season that the Packers can keep up. I'm I'm a little on the fence about it, and I don't know if they can really, really keep up. That doesn't mean we won't see spectacular plays and some great games. I really wonder if the Packers can honestly keep up and yeah, it, head into I, the postseason. I can, I can definitely see where that would come into play, especially – you know, with the teams having younger players on the offensive side of the ball who are more energetic, um, you know, hungry, um, and just fighting, fighting to get on the field. And when they get out there, they, you know, they kind of, you know, it's, it, it is, regardless of what you say, it is a young man's game. <laughs> it is, football is definitely a young man's game. It's the only some point. player is uh, father time. Exactly. You know, so at some and point, you know, you, you have guys, you have exceptions. I mean, that there, there are. You do. There, there are. Have there been are definitely some great exceptions. exceptions. I mean, man, um, what's my man name? Um, 
Shoot. I mean, I look at Tom Brady. Right he's now. not young. Peyton Manning wasn't young when he walked away. Warren Moon. Warren Moon came in the game. Old, um, what's yeah, the name? The Tigers yeah, with the Raiders. Um, Chris. First. Sure it is. Yeah, right. So, I mean, and Peyton there Manning, are actually, there Peyton are Manning actually played players long, but that his, are still his playing. His final season was not, was not great. Well, his final last, that's a whole, I could do a whole episode on him last, last season. But he was still in the game. Um, also, there are still players. If you go through rosters, you will be surprised looking at some of the A. There are teams. I mean, the Vikings have a 39-year-old. There are there are teams that still have these players that are mid to upper 30s. But mm-hmm. when we your entire team. We got Tom Brady team, and Drew Brees talking about they want to play till they're 50. Yeah. Hey, wants to play for at least forty. I'm not knocking anything. It's 2016. No, I don't no, know. It might be some non-PC to drink. You rub it on your eyeballs. I don't know. Whatever. If that's what's gonna make them happy, but at this at the same time, when your entire team know, <laughs> is that it? Like it's cool. You got a couple players on your squad that are beasting at that age, but when your entire yeah, team is. starts to look like that can they really the gray hair monster is uh creeping up through everybody yeah. so that's my only and concern and, and and i would love to see green bay prove me wrong when it comes to that that is my really my only concern with green bay is kind of like the old destiny's child song can you keep up because i don't really know <laughs> did she really just go there yeah she i did. did i went she really went there sounds we'll like we are in uh a halftime show. <laughs> it is a fast game, and we hope you you know it, it's, it's different if one person's slowing down, you know. But if everybody's slowing down, then and yeah, that honestly, could be, that could I be for still, a long season. I still am worried, and I and I probably I probably should have shut up about it, but I am still worried about Julius Peppers dropping back in coverage and adding another year. Onto his age, dropping back in coverage, playing a linebacker as opposed to a defensive end. Like you said, he's not young anymore. Well, well, we'll have to see what if happens. He, if he feel um, like he can do it, then you know his body will tell him otherwise. Nah, man, you need to go head back to that other position. <laughs> You well, he can't. It's, it's because of the defense they're playing that he had to switch to outside linebacker. Oh, uh, well, he doesn't have a choice then. We'll see. Well, with that being said, we still have one last team we have not covered. And I don't care if I am the only one person cheering for my squad. It wouldn't matter to me because Yay! I would still be doing this. Yep, that's me. And. That is the Minnesota Vikings, who I have been through the ups, the downs, the we only won four games this season. Oh, my God. And I'm still wearing purple and gold. But, yes, I am a diehard Vikings fan. But taking the fan out of me and looking at the team this year, I have to honestly say I am more than impressed with offseason moves, offseason acquisitions. I'm not liking y'all. Yeah, the the defense is is serious. Um, Got a lot of players back that were unhealthy, uh, some great additions. What my biggest focus when it came to the defensive side of the ball was the secondary. I wanted to see more forced turnovers from the secondary. I wanted to see a lot more 
speed and, and keeping the opposition out of the end zone. And I think finally, finally, since we lost one of my favorite corners in Antoine Winfield, who is now playing for semi-professional poker. So you go ahead. I'm I'm going to make it one one day. I'm going to get off the kitty poker table because there's some 10-year-olds. I owe them like some Oreos in my day. But I'm going to make it professional poker. <laughs> but um, moving forward, when it comes to the secondary, I think they have finally – piece the secondary together. I like also what the Vikings have done with picking up additional running backs, perfecting the running backs that were already there aside from, of course, Mr. Alday, Adrian Peterson, and what they're doing with the wideouts. And we did lose Mike Wallace, who is now a Raven, but when he left, was just happy to play for a good quarterback. So I know I have my Teddy Bridgewater. So, uh, wait, can we back up I Can we back up for a moment? This is what it feels like to me every time they give Teddy the ball. I think my heart is in my throat. And it's not because Teddy Bridgewater is a bad quarterback. He just didn't seem to play with the level of confidence that we knew he had based on the abilities that we've seen and the talent that he's been blessed with. But you want to run it back for a second, so go ahead. Because I saw more Vikings. I just want to comment on the fact that the Vikings had one of the most talented receivers in the NFL in Mike Wallace, and they wasted it to the point where he's no longer with the Vikings. Who wasted it? I feel like the Vikings wasted the t- wasted the talent. Really? That you, you is feel Mike like Wallace. the whole you feel like the whole organization did it, or one person couldn't find him? I feel like there's two problems. I feel like one person <laughs> couldn't find him that had his hands on the ball, and I feel like. They didn't. They didn't draw up enough plays for him. Oh yeah, they did. Oh, okay, well, but like know. I said, you're defending the coaches, but you're just mad at that one person. Okay, Teddy Bridgewater, it's all on you. You wasted the talent that is Mike Wallace. Oh my God, you like, said the name I again. It's like, like TV Playhouse. Was, my heart is in my throat. I, oh my God. I really sorry, was was nervous as a as a fan of other teams, not named the Vikings, because the Vikings picked up Mike Wallace. And Mike Wallace didn't do much for two seasons because of Teddy Bridgewater. Or was it two seasons or was it only one? I don't even know. That's how how much of a, a ghost that Mike Wallace was while with the Vikings. And Mike Wallace is a very, very good wideout. We shall see what he does with the Ravens. But even uh, moving forward, when you just look on paper at everything the Vikings have on both sides of the ball and you, like, put your finger over Blair Walsh's name, they are really a force to be reckoned with. They are completely, completely they, – they, they are – They are – You got the background peanut ball. gallery laughing at uh, what you're saying. They're out there to play ball this season. They are they're, – they're completely – adrenaline pump, which most teams are at the beginning of the season. But I really feel that in watching them in practice and talking to them, seeing how healthy they are, they are mentally in postseason mode. Like, they're not even in regular season mode mentally. They are literally in postseason mode. Like, they feel like they've done this. They've taken over. They got this. They're taking the NFC North crown, whatever the hell. They're going full speed ahead straight to Houston. 
And that's something that's been on a lot of um, analysts, commentators, different anchors, different sports shows. There are quite a few that think they have a pretty good postseason run. When you look at their schedule, of course, they've got the Bengals and the Seahawks. I don't even – I don't – who – Okay, so they have the Seahawks. All right. The Chargers. Yeah. Hey, um, yeah, with that. Um, Tennessee, the Panthers. I think the Panthers would be a really, really good game. They, they've got some competition on their road to um, getting to the postseason. And even if they make it as far as Houston this season, but the crazy thing is they – for the first time, they're not just physically ready. For the first time in a few years, rather. They're not just physically ready. They are mentally ready. They are honestly glued on the postseason. I just feel like they're going to be like a, a freight train just going through teams like whatever. You're in our way. All we see is Houston. All we see is Houston. All we see is Houston. So that's my take on my squad. And I didn't even have to really put it all on AP's shoulders because I really think if Teddy Bridgewater is the Teddy Bridgewater that's being bragged about in training camp and, and the, the highlights and footage that I get to see from logging into the different cameras and then different um, sports meetings, if his confidence is where it's supposed to be, as in I'm not just going to throw this ball two yards because I'm afraid to be sacked, I'm really going to throw it to one of the two or three open players down the field this season, then the Vikings have a hell of a shot, not just at a playoff appearance, but possibly a Houston appearance. They have a hell of a shot. It's right now one of the biggest ways is laying in the hands of Teddy Bridgewater. Indeed it is. You know, like we said, he's he's already had his two years to get adjusted and have AP back last year and now, and there's really no excuse for him not to perform at all. It's going to be all, it's definitely going to be all eyes on him this year. I'm going to be, I know I'm watching. So I want to see what he's going to do. You know, if he, if he's def, if he shows up and performs the way that we know he can perform, you know, and, you know, with all the um, potential he has, and, you know, and, and I don't even want to see the potential, I just want to see him play. You know, because everybody has potential, but it's what you do with it. So I want to see what he does with his skill level and what he does with this, you know, with this new season getting ready to start. And hopefully if, if my predictions are right, I believe it will probably be – I'm like both of you. I'm pretty sure it will be them and Green Bay at the top of the uh, NFC North. No doubt about it. it just, it's just going to come down to who's in first place. We have lost time. You, we have. I guess he doesn't want to talk about. This yeah, I'm just being quiet right whatever. now. Why? <laughs> Come on, get your feelings out, quiet. dude. Why are you over there cricketing? I'm giving the cricket right. actual in real life now. I'm just gonna be quiet. Is there a reason why? I don't enjoy my beers being irrelevant and that I have to to talk about other teams uh, being good. I don't enjoy that. Well, I mean, you you yourself said they're improving. And that you'll oh, see yeah, that. So, so, what? It's not always enough. Yeah. What in the world just happened? I, what? Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I, I talked about it and 
I just don't enjoy enjoy. It's not fun to sitting back having to just watch other teams do good. It's not fun. It's not supposed to be. Yeah, I know it's not supposed to be. I'm so lost. <laughs> I, I, I'm. <laughs> What? Where'd you get lost at? Like here. <laughs> I mean, you come on, you can't be like a sour apple like that. Like you know, you, but like he went gotta from like believing him. Oh, I, I, I was, I was fine. I was in, I was fine just being quiet on the matter. I don't want to. Uh. But I just don't enjoy having to be quiet on that. Well, we have. He's a Bears fan and a sore loser, and I am not a sore loser. I just know when it's it's best to not talk about my team, and it was best not to talk we about my about team your, in that moment. But we were talking about the Vikings. You're supposed to. You're and supposed to join in the conversation. <laughs> how, how are you? How are you so funny? How are you not joining the conversation? I mean, wait a minute. You talk. You heard me talking about how I believe the Vikings are a beast on defense. You heard me talk about how I believe they they built, they put other players around them, and their secondary has improved. I'm not going to sit here and act like I enjoy talking about how great the Vikings are when they're not my team. Well, that's not saying I enjoy talking about the Packers, but the truth is the truth. I can't take anything away from Aaron Rodgers. I talked about it. It's not a, it's not fun. So when you all were giving me uh, their praises, I just got his emotional bears. Oh, I need man. a non-emotional bears fan to call into the show. Uh, oh, you oh, have let me get. I need to download. You so attached to, to the show like, because. Oh feelings. You so in your feelings. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm in my feelings. <laughs> Gracious. So okay, with that you, being said that. and our opinions being out, Yahoo Sports this morning released their idea of power rankings. So since we cover the NFC North, which are the Bears, the Vikings, the Lions, and the Packers, let's see where they've listed the teams that we spend all of our life talking about, interviewing, visiting, blogging. See, so Detroit Lions, they have sitting at number 21. They do believe the acquisition of Anquan Bolin wasn't a bad one. They're just wondering if he has enough left. And if he does, the trio of Golden Tate, Marvin Jones, and Bolin say it's a bad trio. I got to agree with that. Moving right along, let's see where they put the next squad. So they've got Minnesota sitting at number 10. Really funny caption um, because Cordero Patterson, if you follow the Vikings, you know that some people don't even know why Cordero Patterson is still on the team. Um, <laughs> I'm up in the air. Like, it's, it's, I don't know if Cordero is that much of a factor to me as Mike Wallace was. But, yes, Cordero is still on the team, which was a question posed by um, the Yahoo well, If I'm choosing between the two, I'm keeping Wallace. Put this together. No, oh, Wallace is gone. Unfortunately, Cordero did get hurt. Um, he worked really hard this offseason to – become a factor for this season. He did get hurt. He does have a shoulder injury. We don't know if that's a yay or a nay or if anyone cares, but he does have a shoulder injury. The Green Bay Packers are sitting at number six. Again, with something that we did mention, Jordy Nelson's return. Everyone's excited about the return of Jordy Nelson, but 
we have to see if the return of Jordy Nelson is Jordy from days of old. That's what nobody knows at this point. He is, I don't know if they've taken him off the pup list, but like, like I said earlier, ACL injuries, serious. Um, not only do you have to overcome them physically, you have to overcome them mentally. So hopefully the one-two punch of Aaron Rodgers and Jordy Nelson will be back. But we, it's kind of like a wait-and-see game. And the Chicago Bears are sitting atop everyone else, no, not in single digits, but in double. Number 23, according to Yahoo Sports. And 23. first thing that they have stated is the injury to Alshon Jeffrey. And like they mentioned, yeah, which is something we mentioned earlier in the show, if you know anything about Alshon and a hamstring injury, it's never been minor. So yeah, Alshon no, has a recurring hamstring injury. Yeah, After this season, he has a around. contract injury, but if you want to call it a hamstring. You know. I was going to say yeah. that, but hey, you know. The recurring you contract issue. Yeah, I'm just saying. It's a hamstring. I mean, honestly, I'm, I don't have a problem with it because as a Bears fan, I remember Henry Melton getting franchised and then getting injured in his franchise season torn ACL in his franchise season. So I understand what these athletes say. They don't want to get franchised. They want some security with a long-term contract. I understand it completely. And with Alshon Jeffrey knowing his injury history, he knows his own body. He said, I need to get some security and security now. Well, let's just hope his security hold out. Let's just hope his, you know, injury doesn't last too long. And um, I'm hoping his injury clears up five minutes before game one starts. Well, we'll see. We shall see, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. We don't have a comedy section, but okay, that was it. We <laughs> shall see. You're rating them. We're moving right along. So there has been other news um, across the NFL in the lovely offseason beginning of the um, Are we talking about pre-season those two training camp? You can. We also um, need to cover the fact that Tom Brady's suspension, as though you haven't heard it a million times, has been upheld for this season. Yay! It should be. That story should, should be over with. I believe it should have been – it never should have been a story. But since it's, it was, I'm glad the story is over with. I'm glad Tom Brady just tapped out. It's not worth the energy. Garoppolo is the starting quarterback for the first four games. Um, and let's move on. That is my opinion. Um, the, next, the next is while Adrian Peterson, Minnesota Vikings, will get to play, he has to pay to play. His, um, of course, what he went through the 2014 season, which no one really wants to relive again, that was, wow. Instead of missing the games, he will have to pay for the games that he is playing. So that lovely salary goes to the NFL as his penalty. Big, lovely game check. But I would have him on the field. He's not broke. Exactly. You know, season number 10. Um, but I would rather, if, if the Vikings are going to try to make this postseason run and 
powerhouse their way to Houston. I would rather see Adrian Peterson on the field playing football than sitting out with games. I feel so, you. I, I understand. I, you know, but, you know, that's your opinion. The lesser so, of two but most people, you know, most people are really mad that he can pay that, right? There are some people really really mad right now from other teams are like mad like oh he can pay that. Speaking of the fact that he can pay that, um, Renato, we'd like to talk about a few NBA contracts that have seeped into the NFL. Okay, uh, we're gonna talk about Von Miller and more specifically Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck's $140 million contract, that sounds like a lot, but the, the shocking part about it is the $87 million in guaranteed money that he is getting, which includes a $32 million signing bonus. $87 million guaranteed is an NBA contract. I don't care how you cut it. Because many times, and many people know this, the more important part of about an NFL contract is the guaranteed and not the overall contract, because sometimes players don't even play out the full contract. God forbid Andrew Luck would, wasn't able to play out his full contract. He has $87 million guaranteed. That is a NBA contract. And then Vaughn Miller needs to be shaking uh, Andrew Luck's hand saying thank you because the contract that he got, being the second highest in NFL history, probably wouldn't have been able to happen had Andrew Luck not gotten his contract. I Honestly, I am not upset. I am so happy that the NBA contracts have creeped over to the NFL because these players, the, the game that they play, from an owner standpoint, I understand why I don't want to give out this guaranteed money. But from a player standpoint, we play the hardest, most injury-prone sport in the NFL. Doctors will sell, tell you, the, the leading cause of broken bones, period, in life wait, wait, wait. is the game Hold of on, football. let me back you up. You said they play the hardest, most injury-prone sport in the NFL. Is there a no, in, in the, the world? I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, you know what he meant. Because I know what he meant. You know, that's the only reason why I said, I said I know he meant something else, so I'm going to let that go. But, you know. Okay, you caught me. You're right. The hardest, <laughs> most injury-prone sport in the world Uh Doctors have said it. The, the leading cause of broken bones, period, is the sport of football. So I want these NFL players to get these NBA contracts. I want it to continue to happen. Now, my question is, are what type of incentives are there in, in there for him to, in order for them to guarantee that he'll get paid that? I and hope the he NFL actually don't uh, know plays well next off. season. He was the the interception king when he was actually on the field. And that was when he was on the field because he was injured most of last season. And I know I'm going to talk about it early, but my fantasy football team featured Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck. Going into the season, I thought I hit the jackpot. Uh, Last season? Yeah, you sure did. (laughs) <laughs> I thought I hit the jackpot But I'm sorry man You think It was really bad So <laughs> As things uh, Continued to play on We found out Not so much And Andrew Luck 
Now you got to prove that you're worth this $87 million in guarantees and $140 million over the life of the contract. I wondered, like, how they even justified paying him that money after the season he had last year. Uh, it's not a matter of justification. It's a matter of if we let this guy go, he's going to be gone so fast our heads will spin because people will be lining up to pay him this money. Yeah, I guess. Well, let's hope the luck be with him. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, Cassandra said it best. It, it when you know like luck, apparently you really are lucky. I'm sorry. He might want to change that name. Well, let's hey, see. Let's it's see. Been, let's it's see. been said sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. Oh, let's see what no. happens. Oh, yeah. Give me luck any day. Like I said, may the luck be with him. We'll see. It will be awesome. I I don't think, I don't think, I just think that he went through a rough patch and they see the potential in him. Something. Okay, well, well, if we go, if we go, because if you speak on potential, then we can say the same thing about. Well, no, but it's about, you know, if you put him in. Right, but you, if you're putting him and Chetty in the same boat, because they've been in the league about the same amount of time, No, right? no, no, I they am haven't. not. No, I am not. No, I'm not talking about I'm, 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 I'm not putting them in the same ship or the same ocean at the same time. <laughs> you're so funny. You're so funny. <laughs> like, okay, like, well, you when know I what? say that, I'm just talking about as far as having, they've both had time to have their bad seasons early on, you know, and have that opportunity to be like, okay, you, we see your potential. He's in the same position. The only thing is, his check is a, his his payday is a whole lot bigger than John Foster on it. That's all I'm saying. Hello. I mean, if we're gonna go there, um, when we're talking about potential. The team member, there's a football fan rush uh, team member that still loves the potential of Colin Kaepernick. So the potential of Colin Kaepernick, Teddy Bridgewater, and Andrew Luck are all on the same page. Some days, I still got some Colin Kaepernick potential left in me too. So I don't understand. I said it's it just pretty much goes back to the potential that turn into results. Now, well, now what? <laughs> well, I tried um, to defend you, Danny, and your player. <laughs> he sure did. But I'm just saying, I, I, I. He's calling. He's calling on our show's producer on, you know, people. Um, in case you don't know, that's Danny White. Yeah. Uh, Danny he's, is the, the, the queen of all one. things photos that you see from us. And the silent one. And she'll get so, off the show, then she go like get a whip and cat nine tails or something. Like you didn't do it right. Destroy us so, where we all messed up. Right. Oh yeah, he go he gonna hear about this one. Trust me. That's okay. I'm I'm rolling with with Colin. I want to see what Colin does but this season. I, I do too because, because last last season I don't. Oh my I don't god, think that went right. Ooh, okay, I, I, I don't even think I. You were trying to tell me that Blaine Garrett is a better player than Colin Kaepernick. I wanted to scream. No, I'm not going to say that. But at the same time, I no, not not I, you. But I want to tell give, me that. I want to scream. I want to I, I want to give him like I'm gonna give him a pass on last season, man. Just because <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> 
So you know, he, he, you know, everybody has to have the opportunity to redeem themselves. So we shall, you know, I, it's like I said, hopefully the eighty-seven million dollar man will pay off, um, and it'll be worth the money that they spent on him. And if it's not, it'll be an eighty-seven million dollar bus. What? It, they go eat it, either way. The money's got to be coming paid out at fine. this point. Yeah, you're right. So, and you know, if he performs up to that, then fine. If not, then I, I, I'm I'm not probably not going to be the only person that has anything to say about it. I'm pretty sure the Indianapolis fans will have more to say about it than I will because they'll be like, y'all spent money on this dude, <laughs> and they'll be there with Jay Cutler. You know, when they when they, when his contract went down, everybody was like, why? What? What? Why? Why are you spending money like that on on him? But if he turns it around this season and he he pulls the things that he gleaned from last season and moves forward, it'll probably pay off for them. I'll, you know, with Andrew Luck, who knows? He's still young, and we shall see. It's just it, I, Like I said, I hope he put – my thing is, man, I hope he puts his money where his mouth is. Straight up. Mm, mm, mm. That's all. He better show up because if he don't show up, it's going to be woo. I will talk about him on this show. I'm just telling you. Oh, I won't talk about him. I'll enjoy talking about Jim Ursay because I don't like Jim Ursay. <laughs> like, you dumb idiot. You paid this money and he hadn't proven anything. That's where I will be talking about. I won't be talking about – I will be praising uh, Andrew Luck. Like, yes, you were the smartest person in the world. You signed that check so – I mean, you signed that contract so fast. Smart man. I'm not going to knock – uh, Andrew Luck for getting his money. I will knock Jim Ursay. I will enjoy that. Wow. Well, Jim Ursay, we have a staff member coming for you. Apparently, it's Andrew Luck. <laughs> no, Andrew. I'm not, not lucky. I just, I So does Andrew Luck now have to grow his lumberjack beard back because that's when. We yeah, saw we Andrew and Andrew's back. He might, he might want to. I mean, because the clean face ain't working for dudes. You know, right. that ain't working. Well, Andrew, go country. get your Duck Dynasty on, boo-boo, because you got a I'm lot of money you. and a lot of people counting on you. Boy, you better look scruffy. I mean, Andrew Luck <laughs> wanted to get that uh, Peyton Manning look on. And... It ain't help him. <laughs> right. You know, he, you know, I mean, I mean, there's, he can't be the – Everybody can't be Tom Brady and go be, you know, married to model and turn out to be a model. This is who speaking you of, are. Speaking of Tom Brady's wife, you know, speaking of Tom oh, Brady's no, wife, we no, we, uh, no, we're not oh. talking. No, we're not talking about her wife, right? We're not talking about wives. So let's get back to the talk. <laughs> no, not, not in a bad we're not way. Even going okay, there. what what do you? Yeah, okay, okay what, what do you have is to this, say? Is this going to be in good taste, right? This, this oh, it's going to be an excellent taste. It's going to be an excellent taste. I am not mad at Brazil creating a way for Giselle to walk the runway during opening ceremony. She the most famous thing to come out of Brazil. We going to create a way for to include well, the non athletes to, to, to represent during the I am not mad at it. We got a person that's not an Olympic athlete. Oh, but we going to create a way for her to walk the runway. And she walked the runway during the Olympic ceremony, opening ceremony. Hey man, you gotta celebrate. You have to celebrate your own. That might have been part of the thing. Like, look, man, she gotta come home. She gotta walk for us. We gotta have that. <laughs> we gonna create a way for her to be a part of this ceremony. You know. And I, I, I miss the ceremony. I miss the ceremony. I did too. I'm sorry, but, guys. I'm, 
Speaking I've of never the Olympics, man, did y'all see the um, young man from France that broke his leg? Dude, that was disgusting. That was that was. Oh my god! Um, oh, oh, well, there are a I lot of like... things going on. I'm looking at a lot of the the blogs and vlogs and articles coming out of there, and just accommodations to. I yeah, guess a lot Russia of com- didn't want to go. Russia is just like I don't want to go. Give me drugs. No, Russia was. Um, um, they were banned this year. I think they had. They that's were what I'm saying. Substance abuse. Yeah. So yeah, they were. They, they, they do were have. They do substance. have competitors, just not be. Oh, do they? Um, yeah, just not yeah, the uh, entire. That's just not the full team. 181 of them were were banned from participating. That's right. crazy, dude. How you hold? Most of them because up? it was state sponsored PED. PED proven state sponsored PED usage. Wow. Wow, that's nuts. That is crazy. Um, amongst other things going on, just like when I was looking at the um the crew team and I was mad that people wanted to call it the pool team and I was confused. And I'm looking at what they have to row in. It it it's just yeah, it's it's very it's mm. very Interesting uh, that you doctors, have to. Doctors all over the world have told them not have told Olympic athletes to not participate if they have to put their face in the water. And what is so yeah. scary about that is think about the triathletes. I. Man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, <laughs> before we go too far off topic. We have uh, fantasy football that we want to talk about before the show ends. All I know is our teams are preparing to draft on Tuesday. Uh, We have a couple of slots still open, so if someone wants to participate, tweet us at our Twitter page, Football Fan Rush. We are still open to uh, fan participation. How many slots do we have open, Mike? Do you know? Uh, that, our I commissioner think, Cassandra could help us out with that. I can tell you, I'm the commissioner. Um, Mike, can I get like special commissioner music? Could you um fill that into the show for me? I I need commissioner music as we talk about. Our <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, we can do that. Thank you. I will build that to the show for you. No problem. All right, so so wonderful. So let's see how many spots we have. Of course, we have our two favorite people. We have our entire staff of Football Fan Rush. Um, we have our two favorite people coming over again. And, and we are sorry, guys. So in much less detail, Jason and Dre, yes, live draft. Get your weight up this year. We're going in. We're going in head first, live. It's all there. We'll uh, bring it. We'll one of two of the team members uh, be participating this year like he did last year. Yeah. Say what now? Will Mike and Danny's son be participating? Is what I was asking. Yes. He's, he's oh yes, he's he's participating again. This time he has a phone and he can actually, you know, remember, you know, when he um, <laughs> left, he was a he went to Job Corps, so he didn't have a phone, didn't have internet and all that stuff, and wasn't able to really, you know, be involved. But this time, well, he around, drafted he a good team. Yeah. It's just that he wasn't able to. Uh, he wasn't really to able to put to, put it to use season. right. Right, so that and that was a problem. But this year, he said, "Yeah, he's on it." So he told us we need to watch out. 
Oh man, I love when the children <laughs> talk smack to the parents. Yeah, he said Not we need to watch out. You know. you know, but you know, I I think um, uh, didn't I win last year? So we still we still have we have we have five. five I don't want to talk about who won because I went six and zero oh, and then didn't win a game mm-hmm. after that. That was my fault. No, it wasn't your fault. All of my players <laughs> turned into to, to madness, and I went six and well, and didn't win another game. Well, I guess yeah, because kind of at, like after like week eight, like everybody on my squad was just hurt. Like I couldn't even take anybody off the bench because they was already like on injured reserve. So you know, I just let it play out with like three players, and you know that was that. All I have to yeah. say is I had Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck. Yep, and neither one of them. Well, you know, uh, no, neither one of them helped you last year because Peyton got hurt and Luck was just unlucky. But anyway, we digress, and hopefully the eighty-seven million dollars so, man will be worth it. Well, I may not be drafting draft. this year, so we don't need to worry about that. We definitely, definitely, definitely draft this coming Tuesday. But we do have a few spots left, so if you are interested, you can hit us up on Twitter at FootballFanRush, and I will send you the link to get your team started. And, and we're all and we, creative names, so I'm looking at some of the names, and it's absolutely hilarious. You know, and trust so, me, y'all, it, it, it's, it's a lot of fun. We had a great time. Last year was the first time I participated in the, in the in it, and I had a ball, even though my team was auto-draft. You know, well, we, we ain't gonna talk about the queen there. of auto draft that's so quiet over there. We gonna make sure she participates in a live draft. Well, she's gonna do that. He's talking has, about Jay later. Yeah, we don't have a choice now. We have to. There is no auto draft. We gotta participate. Oh, we turn the auto draft off. Ooh. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, off. you're drafting. We don't have a choice. You, if you don't draft your team, you don't have your team. <laughs> so you, you gotta Somebody will have seven kickers if they don't uh, participate. <laughs> that would be ugly. <laughs> All my teams are kickers. They don't do much anyway. <laughs> We're not gonna start that debate this early in the season. Hey, it, it, it is not debate. It is really not debate. <laughs> I'm not debate when I made that statement. They kick balls. Um, what? Well. <laughs> well, that statement there is. Mm. I mean, you know, uh, Mike is basically right called them Draymond Green. I'm sorry. Let me be more specific. They kick footballs for a living. They don't practice. So, so. Yeah, they do practice. I've seen them. They practice. Do what? They them practice. We, well, I mean, 30 minutes of practice is not practice. It is for your foot. Yeah, I guess so. Yo, and trust, I, and I have I have ladies and gentlemen, I have nothing against kickers. Just so y'all know some of my best friends are kickers who were kickers when I was in college playing ball. However, the reality <laughs> is when it comes down to it, their practice is not the same as everybody else's practice. It is just a fact. Well just because they, they practice come in, well, I tell you what, my check is not like theirs, so no, right, because Robbie Gold getting a nine well, million dollar guarantee. What? Didn't Robbie Who's Gold's not? contract have a nine fifteen sign a fifteen million dollar contract with nine million guaranteed? 
But if I mean, I didn't know you know, I could get that kind of money, I might have uh, I might have been kick or two. after school. Yeah, we'd have been singing out you know what? Dr. Pepper commercial. I'm a kicker. He's a kicker. Would you like to be a kicker too? Be a kicker too. Yeah. Right. When you well, when you think about it, it's it. I mean, I like. I didn't. Probably the reason why I'm knocking them is a little bit because dang, I should have did that. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, maybe, maybe I should have did. I, maybe I should have been cracking jokes. Maybe I should. Maybe maybe I shouldn't have been the running back or the wide receiver and, and be so worried about the glory and getting the ball all the time and be like, man, I'm just kicking the ball and make my money and go sit down. It's not. Okay. It's not a bad move. I know kickers are more involved now. They're like tackling people and stuff. I mean, well, I, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, you know, you, if you can, I mean, they are the last resort. Before times. the show ends, we got to talk about uh, some some breaking news that happened this morning in a pre- press conference. It's non-football related. Alex Rodriguez, aka A Rod's last game will be this coming Friday. He will continue to be associated with the, the Yankees through December, and participate as a special advisor and special instructor to the team. And Basically, they wanted his roster money. spot since they weren't playing him. He has only started he in one game money. since July 22nd. The money that the man still gets, though. The money. Right. That $275 million oh contract that he signed a few years back was, was very uh, beneficial to him as a player. He continues to get paid. Was. And as he should. But see, the thing is, I have to also understand uh, Joe Girardi's standpoint. Um, like, look, since we got to pay this man anyway, give me this roster spot so y'all can give me another player. And the baseball people for the Yankees have been saying the same thing. We understand that we got to pay this money. But we need that roster spot. Since he's not playing, we need that roster spot. And the owner has taken this attitude of, I want the man to play because I got to pay the man. And I guess the, uh, the baseball, the baseball people in the room have won the conversation. Well, with that being said, I also want to send out another congratulations. Yes. Some of the guys are going to roll their eyes at me or whatever, but congrats to all of, the teams with cheerleaders that have returning cheerleaders, new cheerleader captains, and all the new girls in the well, squad. And big up to you. Uh-huh. Why would big I roll my eyes at that? <laughs> right. Big explain up explain to that to Detroit. me. Because Detroit now has cheerleaders. And okay. I interview the Detroit Lions cheerleaders and just the fun and the different aspect that that will bring to Detroit. When I tell you the four of them, they are pulling out all of the stops for this. They are serious about their team being contenders and their fans enjoying the game. So you go. Well, you know, cheerleaders. <laughs> The cheer, the cheerleaders like you know it's, it's it's so it's such a part of football. It's like, I mean, me as a player, trust me, it's such a part of football. <laughs> you know, you because there's nothing like being on the sideline, and even if you down or whatever, just looking over and seeing a cheerleader doing a split and doing that. You're like, oh, okay, how you ready to game now? Um, anybody that <laughs> saw the school days, yeah, when right the was saying by halftime, I was just looking at the cheerleaders. I see sometimes well, like that. Well, unless, unless you're a Bears fan, 
and you're just looking yeah. at the drum line. Exactly. When I was a little girl, I thought the honey bears was a real job, and I was like, I'm going to grow up and be a honey bear because I get to be on the football field with football. Yes, honey bears is, but that's, that, that's, that's not a job. After Papa Bear Hallis passed away, I didn't know that if I, they did not make a a special plan for that. How do you mean? Before the show ends, we want to make sure that we tell you how to find us. The show Football Fan Rush Radio is searchable on iTunes, but you can also set up uh, look for us on. other apps, uh, including your or Cass's favorite one of the options, which is RSS Radio. And we can also be found on TuneIn Radio app. And don't forget to check us out. So on the iTunes podcast app, the TuneIn Radio app, or if you have the RSS link, pull us up on RSS Radio. And always find us on blogtalkradio.com slash footballfanrushradio. You can also find us on Facebook, ladies and gentlemen. Follow us there with our latest posts, latest news for football is going on in and around the NFC North as well as the league. Um, We definitely want to do what we can to keep you all updated um, as things come out. And enjoy you all listening to us and having a great time. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, our showtime is over. We appreciate you listening today. It has been great, our first show back, and we're about to get started with the season. I have a lot more. You all have a great day. Enjoy the preseason games. Get out today. It's going to be a nice day. Go barbecue, do whatever, have fun. Love y'all. All right. See you next week. Talk to you guys later, guys.